0: we are holding on page Mundalad, which is Perik Mem, opposite of page 106, and let's give a little synopsis of where we're holding. Perik Lamed Ches, through Perik Mem, in other words, these three, in 38, 39, and 40, are um, one topic, one idea which Dr. Rebbe talks about at length, so right now we're holding by parik mem, the, um, the 40th parik, which is, again, this parik is going to finish off the idea which we've been discussing over the past few lessons. We're not going to finish parik mem tonight, either next week or the week after that, but uh, we're in the middle of a topic, we're mid-topic. The topic is, the larger topic over here is kavana, the importance of kavana when a person is doing a mitzvah, and as discussed many times, kavana, as defined over here in Tanya, is not Intent, um, and that I know what I'm doing, or I'm thinking what I'm doing, I'm, uh, you know. Kavana is not the opposite of mindless uh, mitzvah sanashem ulumad, that is doing something by rote. But kavana, as defined by Tanya, is Ava Hashem and yiras Hashem. That the motivation behind the mitzvah, the kavana, the intention of the mitzvah, is fear of Hashem. And love of Hashem, that's why I'm doing the mitzvah, that is kavana. But the
1: kavana
0: has to be lishma. That is lishma. Lishma is avas Hashem and Yeres Hashem. When I do a mitzvah mm-hmm. with avas Hashem and Yeresh Hashem, that means I'm doing it lishma. I'm doing it for the proper reason, I'm doing it for Hashem, I'm doing it out of fear of Hashem, out of awe of Hashem. As we'll dis- we're going to discuss more. In Perik Lamet Ches, 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 and Mem, these this we're talking about ava and Yeresh together. Together, they, 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 they make the lishmah of a Torah mitzvahs. Mm-hmm. In the later Prochim, starting from Perik Mem Aleph, the Altar Rebbe then is going to start talking about Ava and Yira individually. We're going to analyze each one of them individually, both why each one is necessary, as well as also how to, how to arrive at Yiras Hashem and how to arrive at Ava Sashem. That starts next Perik Mem Aleph. We'll talk about them individually. Right now, we're talking about them together as a unit. And Ava and Yira as a unit together, come, and constitute Kavana and constitute lishmah says the Alter Rebbe, says the Balatanya, that when we have kavanah, when we're learning Torah, when we're doing a mitzvah, so that kavana elevates the mitzvah, as discussed in the previous chapters, and depending on the nature of the kavana, it could le- lift it up to the world of briah or to the world of Yitzhira. And if you, uh, someone is a very, very great saddick, even perhaps even to the world of Atsilas. And then at the end of chapter 39, the Alter Rebbe says, what if a person doesn't have kavana when doing a mitzvah? There is no Avas Hashem, there is no yiras Hashem. Says, so then, the mitzvah is not elevated. It was not elevated. You have not elevated the mitzvah to a higher plane, to a higher spiritual level. Moreover, if chas v'shalom, a person studies Torah, and not only you wasn't l'shma, but you did it with the wrong intentions, a person studied Torah in order to get covered, in order to be uh, tamad chacham, in order to be able to make money, or whatever it may be, so then, not only have you not elevated the Torah, but then you've dragged the Torah into Klippa. Because what you've effectively done is, Klippa means a covering. Klippa means something which covers its true nature. Toira is an expression of Hashem. And by you taking it and using it for your own purposes, you've covered up. It's not any more godly, rather you've made it a, a, a tool and an instrument for your selfish self, which is the idea of Klippa. However, says the al if a person does tshuva, so tshuva may be the force. So then even if a person learned with a negative intention, so then that, that Torah or the mitzvahs or the davening can be, can be um, elevated, and if there was no negative intent, there only wasn't a positive intent, in other words, there are three possibilities. You can learn Torah and do mitzvahs lishma, in which case you elevate it. If you do it with for a bad reason, then you drag it down onto klipah, in which case you have to do tshuva. If you didn't have not lishma and not a negative Intention either, and then it just remains in limbo. Then you don't have to do tshuva. But if once you relearn that same thing which you learned, if you learn it again, Lishma, or if you daven again, Lishma, then that drags with it the previous davening and learning and elevates it as well. That's what we're holding, and we're gonna now we will start Perikmem inside perik mem. Ah, however, as long as you per, as long as you did not go and review and learn it, Lishma. In other words, you're talking about that you learned Torah and you didn't learn it, Lishma. Again, there wasn't a bad intention, but it just wasn't Lishma. You learned it because you enjoy it. That's not a negative intention, it's not a selfish intention. So, as long as you did not go and learn it, learn it again, Lishma. Then, this Torah, which you learned, since it was not lishma, it's not elevated even in the ten spheres which are in the world of Yitzira and the world of Asiyah. Because the spheres are godliness. I know I'm talking a little Chinese right now. Give me a moment and I'll translate all this into relatable English. Because the spheres are L'shukus. And within them is the irin saf. without love of Hashem and fear of Hashem, The Torah Mitzvahs can't go, and they cannot be united with the spheres because the spheres are godly. Rak, as it says in the rather. this study, when you study Torah, not l'shema, o'ila that goes up, to the different uh, chambers, and different... Uh, a dwelling, Shehain, Yisraelimus, which is in the external parts of the world, Oimdim hamalachim, which is, over there are the angels. What does this mean? Okay, so let's, uh, what? Let's the, the, the external part of the world. Let's, let's talk about this for a moment. Okay, so. We know that we learned in Pirkei Yavis, we learned a few weeks ago, that the world was created with ten utterances. It's not random, the number 10 isn't random, but rather these 10 utterances, they, 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 they correspond to the 10 spheres, Hashem's 10 attributes. In Sefer Yitzhira it says so clearly, that with uh, 10 building blocks, Hashem created the world, and these are the 10 spheres. As we know, there are multiple levels of reality. We are on the lowest level of reality, this physical plane which we are in is the very lowest level. But then there are higher levels of reality, the higher what we call worlds, we're talking about them over here, there's the world of Bria and the world of Yitzira and the world of Asiya. And obviously these aren't places, therefore we can never ask, where are these places, that they're higher level, they're higher level of spirituality. So for example, the world of Yitzira, as we mentioned, is the world of emotion. So whereas our world is the world of the physical, the world of Yitzira is the world of emotions. The world of Bria is the world of intellect, the world of Atzillus is the world which is Total chachma or total bitl tashem. Every single level of reality is comprised of ten spheres, comprised of these ten spheres. Our physical world is comprised of these ten spheres, which means that the physical, um, everything here in this world is made up of the ten spheres. Just like um, you have. Seven uh, musical notes and how many songs you can make out of them out of the combinations of them where you have the, the three primary colors So the same thing everything in this world is made up of uh, the ten spheres for example and Kabbalah talks a lot water is chesed fire is gvura. so right over there you have two physical uh, Two physical creations, but they are derived from the spheres and the same thing is all other creations are either correspond to a certain sphera or combinations thereof so everything is a combination of the spheres just like that just as that is the case over here in this physical world the same is true in every world including the spiritual worlds we are, we are the only physical world above us there are multiple multiple levels and planes of spiritual realities and each one of them is made up of also of these 10 spheres that but uh, but they are spiritual not physical worlds these 10 spheres In Kabbalah, you might have heard the term of Eurus and Kelim. There is the light and there is the vessels. So these 10 Spheres contain both. Chesed, Gvura, Tiferus, all of these are vessels. They are vessels. And then inside them there is the light. There is the Eur. To put it in different words, they have a neshama. Every single world has a neshama. Kindness on its own is like a... It's like a flashlight without batteries. And then there's the bat. What is the batteries inside it? What is the batteries inside the chesed? Sure. That is the oil, the oil of Hashem. So in every single world has a neshama. The neshama divides into ten, and some of the neshama goes into chachma some into bina, some into into das, some into chesed gevura. Every because every world is constituted of. 10 spheres, just like this world, it's constituted of the 10 ma'amaris, which is the, corresponds to 10 spheres. And within those 10 spheres, there is a neshama. In every single world, there is a neshama. <coughs> so the neshama is the oir, the godly light or the godly energy, which enters the 10 spheres, and, uh, and that becomes everything which is within the worlds. <laughs>
1: they're the ones that gives them a to the series When we say it corresponds, there's
0: a series. Could you just tell me, explain to them no. what... No. The, no, the Tema Maris are the Kalim, are the Kalim. Every single one of them created the Kalim. The Uyur is Pasha, the the actually the, the energy is formless. Hashem Himself doesn't have a form. He's not chesed or Gevurah. He's above and beyond that. But He created these ten mediums through which He interacts with everything and all of creation, and He infuses His energy, which is called in Kabbalah, is called pashut. It's simple. It's it has no it has no qualities to it. It has no definition to it. And that neshama is within the ten spheres of every single world. Is the
1: malachim Sorry? Yes,
0: Are the astrospheres right. Because what distinguishes them is the Kelim. The Oyer is one. What distinguishes it, what makes it ten, is the ten different Kelim. Yeah?
1: Did the Malachim have this and Kelim?
0: We're getting to Malachim soon. We're getting to Malachim soon. Now, in every single world, the Neshama is different. What, what does it mean that the Neshama, the Oyer, in every world is different? That means in every single world, the Oyer will be Lower or higher. A higher level of air. The higher the world is, the higher the air is. The lower the world is, the lower the air. The air which is within the spheres Higher means more intense. Sorry? More, more intense light. More light. Right. Than higher. Right. It means more of right. much more of it. Right. And thi- this is going to be a theme as we go on later in the periodic. Why is there more light in the higher world and less light in the lower world? So, by the way, there, it's like a loop. You could say, well, it's high, the reason why the world is higher is because it's a high, because it has a higher oil, a higher energy. But there's another point also, which is that every single thing receives the oyer, the energy that it is capable of receiving. The higher something is, the more oil it can accept. So, for just some simple examples for this idea, um, you have a father. Father has 10 kids, let's say. So one of the kids is two, one is four, one is six, and then top one is 20. Now, every single one of them is aware of the fact that this person is their father. It's the same father, right? But is their awareness of their father all the same?
1: You could repeat this again. You you
0: have have 10 kids, right? 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 16, 18, and 20. I hope that adds up to (laughs) 10. Um, so you have 10 kids over there, they're all aware of the existence of their father, so therefore the, 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 the notion that they have a father is begiluy, by all of them, is revealed within all of them. Is it revealed to the same extent in all of them? No. So it's much more revealed than the one who is 20 years old. It's that a concept is very revealed, and it gets lower and lower, until so by the two year olds it's a very, very small revelation of the idea. Is it because the father reveals himself differently to the different children? No, it's the Kali. It's the Kali, right? So the same thing is also, the substance of the world, every single world, the reason why there's lesser oil in, in, in a lower world, is because the substance of the lower world cannot receive a higher orr. So therefore, the physical world, because we're physical, we're very limited in what kind of oil we can receive, what kind of energy we can receive and process, because we are so low, because the substance of the world is so low. And then if you move higher, emo- emotions, for example, the world of Yitzira, which is the world of emotions, emotions are not, a keili cannot receive as much as intellect can, which is higher, so therefore the oyer in the world of Yitzira is lower than the oyer, which is in the world of, in the world of Bria. Now, we need to understand this, however, the oyer within every single world is Hashem, or what's called elokos, godliness. So the oyer, the actual energy, the neshama in every single world, is an extension of Hashem. But the world itself is not godly. The world itself is not Hashem. The kalim aren't Hashem. Let's put it in different worlds, right? The oyer, the neshama, the neshama, which is the oyer, which is within the ten spheres, that is an that is emanation, that is a direct uh, extension of Hashem. And the only, the only, um, the only um, exception to this is the world of Atsilos. The world of Atsilos is, even the kalim there are united with Hashem, and that's a special, that's a special chiddush, that's what makes the world of Atsilos, which is the highest world, that's what makes it unique and special. And as we mentioned in the last paper, the highest of tzaddikim, they have a connection to the world of Atsilos. But the rest of us, we're talking about the world of Briya, Yitzir HaAsia. So, within every world, again, there's the Neshama, and then there's the world. So in the world of Bria, let's talk for a second, the world of Bria. The world of Bria is the world of intellect. Now, intellect itself isn't, isn't godly, but the neshama within it, which is the Oyer, the 10 spheres is godly. Within the world of Bria, they're running around a bunch of malachim, intellectual malachim. Now, these malachim are creations. They're, not th- they're holy. Holy meaning they're spiritual beings, and they recognize Hashem. They're much holier than us, and, they don't have, uh, and uh, their capacity of uh, understanding and appreciating Hashem is much greater than ours. But they're what's called nivroim. They are creations. In other words, they're an entity other than Hashem. In the world of Yitzira, they're also malachim. In the world of Yitzira, and they are lower than the malachim in the world of Bria. And once again, obviously, these are not—they're go- not godly. They're holy. So there are different worlds. Every world is holier than the other one. Our world is just klipa. There's no holiness in our world at all, except for the neshama the sham of the world, which is the Ur, which is in the tenth spheres of our world, but the world itself is Klippah, and the higher worlds, they're not klipa, they're holy worlds, but not godly. Now, when I do a mitzvah... When you say not godly, what do you mean exactly? If they're holy, not godly, how do you break that down? Godly means something which has no ego, has no I. Anything which is a mitzias, which is me, is not is not Hashem. It can be holy. God made from God. God created. It. God created it. What God created means God created it. What the, the definition of a nivra, of a creation, is something which has a sense of self. It senses itself as something other than Hashem. I hello I am. The moment you say hello I am and my name is, that's not godly already. That's already. Something which is other, feels itself other than Hashem. Whereas the Oyer, the Neshama within every world, is not something other than Hashem. It doesn't sense itself to be anything other than Hashem. Are cleared clear now? Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah. Even though he created it, <coughs> it's still not godly.
1: Yeah,
0: the, right. It's not a lukus. A it's confused. not a locus. I was
1: confused with that concept. Just because he created it, doesn't make it godly. Right. right. Well, he created, I guess, it, Make it, godly. It, it depends it again holy but it's not godly.
0: It depends what the de- you in other God words is God. right if you bow down to it they stone you <laughs> yeah okay and that's not only true of, of a table if you bow down to an angel you're also uh, you're also not, if someone bows down to an angel they're also high Misa even though an angel is much holier than a, a statue that you make but at the end of the day the angel also is not Hashem. But the neshama, the oir, which is within every single world, that is Hashem. That is what's called alakus. We spoke about this already in Perek Bays a long time ago. We spoke about how in Kabbalah there's this third category. Before Kabbalah there was always, there was the creator and there was creation. Two categories, either you're Hashem or you're not Hashem. Kabbalah came along and the, the biggest chiddush of Kabbalah is this third category called alakus. Alakus means godliness. It's something which extends from Hashem. It's ein saf. It's not ein leitchila. It's not something that has no beginning. It has a beginning. It begins on Hashem. But it's Ein sof. It's infinite. It's something which extends from Hashem, and it has no sense of otherness, no sense of identity or ego. It is merely an extension of Hashem, like light that extends from, um, from a source. That is what's called Oyer, and that's what's called a lukus. Whereas a Nivra, creation, is something which senses itself to be a mitzis. So again, in all the worlds... So you have the world which is a Nivra, Amidsius, and angels that are that are a they're something. Very holy, very beautiful. Kalamhuvim, Kalambrum, right? We see it every single day in the evening We talk about how amazing and how holy the angels are, but they're not Hashem. And then you have the Ur. Okay. What's the organos? That's a good question. I don't know. Now
1: And <laughs> the spheres
0: are godly, you say. The spheres, again, there are two okay. parts of the spheres. There's the Oyer and there's the Kalim in so, Kalim, no, only not there and Atzilus. The Zohar says in Atzilus, which means in, in, in Atzilus you have this amazing thing that the entire world is godly, even the Kalim. But once you get to the world of Bria, which is why it's called Bria, the, the world Bria means creation. But what is created? Not not the Oyer, not the, or, not the nisham and Bria. What's created in creation in the world of Bria is the Kalim. Right? Which, but Natsilos, it's, it's not Bria. Natsilos is higher than that. It's not yet created. There is no other entity other than Hashem. Even the Kalam are part of Hashem there also. But let's, again, we're going to leave Natsilos behind for now. So, let's, now let's go back to our mitzvahs, our Torah, our mitzvahs. What we're trying to do, as we know, is we're trying to infuse... The, the mitzvah itself is holy, as we're going to learn at length in this paper. Any mitzvah is holy. The act is a holy act. Which means I'm, I'm the, we live in a world of asiyah, of action. So the action I do is a holy act. But I want that the act should be more than a holy act. I want to infuse this also with a spiritual identity, this mitzvah. That's what that, what I learned Torah, the, the lishma, The kavana that I'm going to have is because I want that the Torah, not only the act should be holy, but the neshama also should be holy. Now every single time that I do, I learn Torah, I, daven, I do a mitzvah, there's the spiritual side, and there's the physical side. Spiritual, the physical side is the act. Or even when I'm learning Torah, is the words that I'm saying. And then there's the spiritual. What is the spiritual? What I'm thinking about at the time. My motivations, my intentions. Now, what if I'm, I'm not consumed with... Uh, so, okay, actually, so if I have Lushma, so if I'm doing a mitzvah with Ava and yiras Hashem, so what I'm doing is that the Ava and Yerush Hashem are spiritual. So I'm elevating this mitzvah to the level of, to, to, to a higher spiritual level, to the world of Briya or the world of Yitzira, And there, that Torah or that mitzvah is becoming united with the neshama of that world. The neshama meaning the Oyer of the Spheres. Why? Because, as we mentioned in the in previous period, if I'm doing the mitzvah with Av Yirah, plain Av Yirah, so it goes up to the world of emotions, the world of Yitzhira, why? Because I've infused this mitzvah with holy emotions. So it's a higher mitzvah. The mitzvah now not only is a holy act, but also the neshama is a holy neshama of this mitzvah. If I did the mitzvah with avas Hashem, with kavana, but the kavana came, started with an intellectually based Ava Hashem, I bring it up even higher to the world of Bria. But what if not? What if I do a mitzvah and I don't have that kalishmah? Now, somewhere deep down I'm doing it for Hashem, even if I don't feel it right now, right? And I'm thinking... My, my there is some sort of spiritual element to it, but the spiritual element is not, is not really, I'm not, right now I don't have Avas Hashem, I don't have love of Hashem, I don't have fear of Hashem. So this mitzvah cannot connect now to the neshama of the world of Bria, the neshama of the world of Yitzira. Why? Because the neshama of this mitzvah, what is the neshama of the mitzvah? The, the, the feelings and the thoughts are not about Hashem. They're not about Hashem. I'm not thinking about Hashem right now. I'm not consumed with love for Hashem. I'm not consumed with fear for Hashem. So the neshama of this mitzvah cannot connect with the neshama of the higher world. But the neshama, but the mitzvah will go to the higher world because there is that spiritual part of the mitzvah. But what's going to happen? The mitzvah is going to stay in the outside of the world, in the kalim of the world, or what's called, he says over here, the chambers and the palaces, it creates malachim, which means it cannot connect to the essence of the world, the neshama of the world. Why? Because the neshama the neshama that animated my mitzvah wasn't about Hashem. It wasn't about loving Hashem or fearing Hashem. So even though it has a spiritual element, which is why it rises up to the spiritual world, but it only stays in the outside of the world and it creates angels. And angels, again, are not are, are not God. Yes? A very naive question. What do you mean by world of emotions? What does that mean? Do you mean there's like a world where there's, you know, um, Ha- you know, happiness, joy, loneliness, what, what does that mean, the world of emotions? I'm sorry, it's uh, intriguing. Sorry? It's very intriguing. Intriguing, right. I want to understand what you... It's too... There is a higher reality. We're in... Emotions are the primary identity of that reality. So there can be three people here in this world. In this world. And one person is just very physical. Um, not, not a spiritual person at all. I'm not talking about godly. Not a spiritual. Into... Uh, into... Where, where, where's the food?
1: Right.
0: And all the... Then there's another person who's a, a more... A very emotional person. And then there's another person, an Einstein, who's an intellectual person, which is a different world altogether. Now, these three people are sitting around the same table, but they're really occupying different worlds. Because what the, the pro, what's primary to them, their, their focus and their everything, is, a different, uh, is, is totally different. So there are these spiritual realms. One's, one's higher than the other. One is higher than the other, right. Wow. So there's the physical, which is the world of Asiya. Then higher than that is the world of Yitzira, which is the world of emotions, which is why that's where the, most of the angels are. Angels are mostly emotional creatures. And then you have higher than that is the world of Bria, which is the world where Hashem is Bina, the intellect is, is revealed. And that's the world of intellect, So it's a higher level, some higher malachim are over there. And then you have even higher than that, you have the world of Atsilos, which is the world of Elokus, which is a totally different reality. Now these are general worlds. So obviously each one of these is subdivided further, but these are general. Just think you have and each one is a different world. Like, uh, the, the animal life from, from vegetable life is a different world. They occupy different worlds. I don't, we don't mean that physically. But they're totally the same thing. As also you have in these four different levels. Thank you. No problem. So, so if a person does a mitzvah again for the wrong intentions, then you drag down the mitzvahs with bad intentions, then you drag it down onto klipa. But if there was no bad intentions, then it goes up. And if it goes up, then, um, again, so what, if you did it lishma, it goes up and is united with the neshama of that world, which is the Ur. And if you didn't do it lishma, so then it just, uh, it stays in the outside, the external part of the world, what's called the hechalos, Madur and the different chambers over there, and it creates malachim, which is amazing. You realize how a neshama is so much higher than a malach. Shama's higher, and and we do a mitzvah By the way, when you do a mitzvah you also create malachim. When you do a mitzvah properly, you also create malachim. But um, also create malachim. But but the malachim are um, but but that beside the fact that the mitzvah itself connects to the neshama actually connects with the the, the neshama of the higher world. And uh, but the the uh, the the malach depends. Now the Dvot is going to say here soon. Every Malach has a body and a soul also. Just like we, a uh, human being, has a body and a soul, a Malach also has a body and a soul. Just the Malach has a physical, uh, has a physical body.
1: I'm sorry. How come you don't
0: a see body? Body? A, spiritual body. A, spiritual a spiritual body? Right, right. Body. Right. Okay. right. Sorry. As you say in Bar Noshi, right? What I say that Oisam Malach of What's the lashon? <coughs> it says ruche and, and and right? That the Malachim, their goof, thereby our bodies are made of uh, the four elements. The Malachim, their body, are made up of only two elements, which is fire and and the wind. I'm just
1: wondering, because the ones, I mean, even though, the, we have to understand the the ones that came with the Musa, not Shem Okay. The well, It's a whole,
0: uh, look in the Ramban, the beginning of Marshall No, he 7. doesn't
1: agree, but, but... It's a
0: big machloikis. The Ramban doesn't hold, The other there's machloikis, whether Malachim have a guf, which is Aish and Luach or not. Kabbalah and Chassidus takes on that they do have, um, although I believe the Ramban disagrees with that. Let's... The, the the bottom line is what the, um, according to, again, according to Kabbalah they have a a, a a body and a soul, and the body of the Malach is created by the body of our mitzvah, and the soul is created by the intention, and depending on the intention that's how healthy the Malach is. It's so healthy Malach. Is. So let's let, let's do this inside, and I want to do it again. you know, so now you'll see how everything we just learned goes in the word that the Rebbe is saying let's see let's, actually let's start again from the beginning. Perikma. Ah, however, calls manjalah chazer lamba daviz alishmaam, as long as you did not go and relearn it lishmaam. Like we are talking about you learned something. It wasn't lishmah, and you didn't relearn it yet lashmah, because if you relearn it properly, then you elevate it, you drag it along. But you did not yet relearn it properly. Mm-hmm. So oila a filu bi ha So then your learning cannot be elevated into the yutzviris. Which is the neshama of the yitzvirus, which is in the world of yitzir or, or even in the world of yitzir or even in the world of asiyah, even though these are lower worlds. Because sferis, the oyer, which is in the Sphira, is is godliness. In this oyer, in the oyer, in the energy which is within the Sphiris, you have over there the oyer and soft, literally, the infinite light of Hashem. If you did not have fear of Hashem and love of Hashem when you learned the, mitzvah, when you learned the Torah, did the mitzvah, so then, so then the neshama of your deed can't go up and become part of the neshama of these higher worlds. As it says in the your learning goes up, to the different chambers and dwelling places, that's the external parts of the world, that's where the world, that's where the malachim are. This is like the B'chaim Vital writes in Sharnavua, Shema Kavana. When you learn Torah without Kavana, again without Kavana means without Hashem and Yirashasham, Hashem. So Malachim are created in the world of Yitzira. When you do Mitzis that Kavana, Malachim, are created in the world of Asirah. <laughs> all Malachim have a soul, a body and a soul. <laughs> but if you learn, Mamish In other words, if a person learns Teiter with, with, with bad intentions, Going, for example, a person learns, because he wants to be a Talmud he wants covet, or, a high governor, or anything of that sort. a, to a, was a bad intention. Yes. Then the Teiter doesn't go up at all. Afilu leichalus and modern malachim even to the Ichalos, even to the dwelling of the malachim. Why? Because the malachim are kedusha, and if you have your own selfish intention. In other words, if you didn't, you learned, but it wasn't the selfish uh, learning. It was you didn't. You weren't. You didn't have Avas Hashem years Hashem. Then it goes up to the level of malachim because it's a holy act. It's not godly. You didn't have Hashem in mind. But it's a holy act. But if you did it with the wrong intentions, with for, for egotistical reasons. Then, El Slamata, it stays down here, but Gashmi in this physical world, which is the place of Klipa. Because what you have done is, you've taken the holy words of Torah, and you've dressed it up in, in Klipa, meaning you've given it a selfish identity. Torah, which is transparent to Hashem, which is holy. You've done, is you've taken it and you've made it part of your, your own identity, which means that you've... Um, Made a clip on it.
1: If you're saying the person is learning to be called a Rebbe or Kav, but if if the person is, when you say Tamachacham, it is something the person is supposed to strive to be. We're not talking about Kav.
0: Okay, if that, that's what he meant. If you're doing it because you, you want to cover the Kav it associated with being a Tamachacham. Be or, right. or, or or prestige. Right. But, to, but to learn to be a Tamachacham isn't not.
1: It's not totally Lashma. <laughs> it's not
0: Lashma at all. It's not as it's bad not, as. There's nothing wrong with that.
1: There's
0: nothing right with it.
1: What, where, uh, it depends how you. It.
0: The Torah, you're supposed to learn no, Torah. That was Avos Hashem, Hashem and Yiras Hashem. You That's uh, with Shema.
1: right. Whatever definition of a Shema is, it's ma- big machloak. Right,
0: but we're we're following yeah. the Balatanya. I
1: understand, but idea. it doesn't it's have to be a The point is though, the, the concept of being a Talmud Hakham is, if you're saying you want to know Hashem's Torah, you want to, you want to, you're not doing it because of the honor or the, you want to know Hashem's Torah.
0: Why do you want to know Hashem's Torah?
1: You want to know Hashem's. T- you There's work. something there. There's a myth to know Hashem's t- to learn. Okay. You saying that? That's perfectly right. I mean, being a Talmud Hawkham would meet in the vow that you have this title, but it's not exactly, if you're not doing it, but then also places seems to say that you still shall learn anyhow, even even if shall bullish
0: more. That's something also, else. That's true. And the Rebbe said that earlier. The, but but that doesn't change the, and the, he said Altair, but then the end of the period climate test. The Al says even if not Lishma you should do it, because then eventually, even if you do for the wrong intentions, you, eventually you'll do Tshuva and when you do Tshuva, you lift up that Torah back to the right place, retroactively. And if it doesn't have a bad intention, that's what Alter Rebbe says. As long when you relearn, let's say you learned a and it wasn't Lishmah. Not no bad intention, but you didn't have Abbashem so when you learned that, we learned that Blat Gemara. Lishma, you drag also along your previous time you learned it. Lishma, but you said if you learn it because it's a mitzvah, right? right. What does that mean? No, you just because you're just you're punting. Why, why right. are you doing a mitzvah?
1: Right. So Yirushalayim, Hashem and the is definitely a, an agenda for all for all mitzvahs. Lishma. It's just that there is that opinion that says Lishmah means to know Hashem's
0: Torah. I understand. But we're, again, we're, we're we're right now going in the Torah. Sure he that. is. He is. The Baal Tani is very clear. Lishmah means Avas Hashem and Yira Hashem. Right. So if you're learning, if you say, I'm doing it because of Hashem's, Hashem's mitzvah, and therefore, and therefore I have to do what Hashem wants, that's yira. So that's part of that's, that's, ha- that's Because if you're saying, I have to do it because of Hashem, well, so it's a mitzvah, so what? Well, no, Hashem is my boss, so that's Yiras Hashem, that's half of Lushma. What? As we'll see, when we, as we continue the paydeck, half of Lushma is like having one wing. You need to have two wings in order to fly up to heaven. That's what it says in Tikkuni Isaiah, that for mitzvah to go, up, to, 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 to go up, it means Avas Hashem and Yeres Hashem. But that's something we're going to be exploring over the coming weeks, why you have to have both of them. But Lushma is Avas Hashem and Yiras Hashem, so yeah, if you're saying, I'm learning Torah, because Hashem wants me to, so... And if that's really the reason, so you, you have you have your starting place. You have Yiras Hashem. That's part of that's already part of the Shema. But if you learn, because I want to be Tam That's uh, we spoke last time. My uh, last class, we spoke about how the Bal once he came to a, to a besmedrash, and he, he, he stopped by the door and says, "I can't, I can't, I can't go in there." And they asked him why. He said because it's filled with Torah. There's no place for me.
1: You were... Last time what? The yeah. so,
0: he, so he explained, because it says in the that when you learn Torah, what's Ava, Hashem Yireh, the Torah. Right? So it goes up, it gets elevated, it goes up. And over here, because there was no Ava, Hashem no Yireh, Hashem, as everyone was learning, because they wanted to be a Talmud Chachim, so the Torah stays here, it's, the shul is filled with the Torah. And I can't go in. <coughs> a story about the Baal Shem. Okay, anyways, moving on. If their
1: intention was to show up. Sorry, what? If their intention was to show up. It's right, because
0: if their intention wasn't is not is, is neither here nishtahi nishtahar not bad not good then it goes up to the chitzoni Sailmas, to the place where the malachim are creates malachim if however it's learned mamish for a bad intention for kavid or for money and 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 verdet says that if you the worst kind of learning is when you learn Taylor to put someone else down or if you're learning to mitayr sharats. in other words some people are al islam they're learning in order to find the that's the worst one. Well, we already have the taste is The taste you know, is no, But there's another limud also, which is that, other places, that that's also, and there we don't say, there we don't say, don't do it, right? That's the worst. Right? And there's, so for sure that doesn't go up uh, to shemaim. So the Balshant sense that in this base medesh, where he was, that there was, uh, the Torah there, was Pasha uh, 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 learned with with wrong intentions, again, for COVID, to be a Tamad Chachim, to be you know, etc., and therefore he says he, he didn't want to go in. where's the term If you megal megalah halach shlo. Then you drag him to klipah. Stays down here in elam klipahs. There's no question but, about it. But that's even. But well, he doesn't get scham mitzvah for that. That's already using it for an evil and intent. And Inside, we're going to do now the Haggah, the footnote, which is a kamesh uh, kasev from It says in zayer. In chilakimel uh, daflam de'al from the base and dafku of from the base, Ayn Sham says there in Zayar, ha'imila, that this word that a person says, every word a person says, sulka goes up u'baka We're in the footnote. Uh, in the footnote, yeah. Towards the bottom of the page. Yes. The the, the the word goes up and it uh, it pierces the heavens. Hulo. The Ishar, the isar, and it awakens, it arouses that which it arouses. If it's a if it's a good word, a positive word, then it arouses something positive. And the opposite also true. If a person says something in negative, it also, it, uh, it arouses a, um, a corresponding spiritual energy. So we're trying to be there. When a person says Torah, learns Torah, so it goes up to heaven and it has an effect in heaven. Ain Sham see over there, and also Vidaf kufeya medalef, also in Zair it says something it says mila a word of Torah is avid minay becomes a becomes a sound a voice This salik and it goes up to heaven. So these are all different places in Zayir out that that uh, Balatani is referencing that talks about how the words of Torah go up and have an impact above v'daf kuf samach beis and also in Zoyar, Page uh, one sixty eight, Amud uh, call in the Eiraisa that says over there, the, the, the sound, the voice of Torah and davani bucking the and chul, they pierce the heavens and go up. So all these different mekayrus we have for the fact that when a person studies Torah of those mitzvahs, when it's done properly, it's supposed to go up to heaven and have an impact over there. Back on page Nundalid, four lines from the top, from the bottom of the page, as it says in i'll pause look La Adam. Pasuk says in Kehellas, Adam." What gain is there for a person she'ya for all the toil that he toils under the heaven? So the Medrash in Kehellas says on this: that what, what does this mean? That all the toil that a person does under the sun is all worthless, but toil which is higher than the sun, heavenly toil. For example, learning Torah, doing mitzvahs. So that, the, you there we don't say, and there we don't say there is no benefit. Obviously, there's a, a large benefit to that toil. That's what the Medrash says. But the Zayr takes it further. And the Zayr says, that even if someone is toiling in Teirah, but he is doing it for his own honor, then that also is called, that is toil that does not go up to the heaven, it's quite, therefore it remains. The, that's why the Pasuk is particular. My yisrain, what advantage is there for the toil that you toil under the sun? Which means under the heaven. So the Torah says, even if you're learning Torah, even though it's a spiritual pursuit, but if it's done for one's own honor, then it doesn't go up to heaven. And therefore, my yisrain, what advantage is there to that Limudat Torah? And this is what the Pasuk says. Sorry, this is what the Gemara says. In Masechlus Psachim, the Gemara says, Misha Mishabalakam V'talmudeh B'yadah. That fortunate is one who comes over here, comes over here, to, in other words, uh, after 120, Balda Khan comes up to heaven, with with his study, with his Talmud, is learning in his hands. So, this is, that as we know, that uh, he, when the person goes up to, to heaven after 120 years, he goes, to, he's ushered into the yeshiva over there, but what, but what does he get to learn? And that's, by the way, the enjoyment that the person has from the Shekhinah is the enjoyment of being able to study Torah and being able to... But what, but what does he learn over there? He learned the Torah, which he learned down here. That's the only thing is right. over here, you're learning only the most superficial layer, which is possible for, for, for Neshama Beguf in general to understand, and especially a person of a lower level. And when you go up to Ghanedha, there suddenly everything that you learned over here in this world, you get to relearn and a much higher level, and a much deeper level. So Hashem Mishabala Khan, fortunate, is the one who comes to Ghanedim, the Talmud, and he has, you know, his Gemaras in his hands. He learned the Gemara, because then he's going to get to relearn them, but in a much deeper, and a much more, in a much more, in a greater way, which is an incredible um, Hana. Because as we the, as we as we explained on several occasions before, ganeden is not a reward which Hashem says, "Oh, you did that, I'm going to give you this." Ganeden is you is something which we create over here in this world when well, we learn Torah. We're creating our ganeden. We're going to go and enjoy in Ghanedin that Torah which we learned down here. It's the product of, uh, of our of of our own work. But the Alter is saying a different a deeper shot. Asher Balla b'alakon. They're saying. Fortunate is the one who came here with Talmud and he has his learning with him. He didn't leave it down there, because it's possible for a person to learn. That's why it, it should say Asher Misha Balakan. That fortunate is the one who comes here, and he learned. You know, what's the Talmudi It's like he's he's dragging along his tailor with him, yeah, because it's possible that a person should have been in this world and should have learned, learned. Bar he goes up to heaven. And he has nothing with it. He has nothing with him. He left it all down here. Left it all in that base medrash, which was uh, which was stuffed with the Torah. So the Gemara says, "Ashem b'alakan." With Talmud someone who learned. So the the don't even if you didn't do it, mamish l'shma. It still goes up to the higher world, as we mentioned, just in the in the, in the, in the remember in the Chetznius illness, in the external parts of the world. So even over there, it's biyade. It's somewhat you're, you know you're you're taking it along with you. But if Chas v'Shalom, a personal mitzvah their entire life, and attack, it was all to be a begin yikre. It was all to all for covid, and all. So then um, there is no Talmud to biyade. There's no Talmud to biyade. Okay, so with this we've concluded this idea, which is Dr. Rebbe is saying we're being very clear over here that. Depending on the, the the kavana you have, that's where you elevate the that's where you elevate the Torah too. So you, there, are, so far we, we discussed over here several possibilities. You can, you know, if the kavana is terrible, you put it on a klipa because you gave it on a klipa a, a, a neshama. That's what happens when you learn it with your own kavana. What you've done is, the neshama, which is the motivation, was klipa. So you've dragged it down. You've taken the holy words of Torah and dragged it into klipa, because you gave it a klipa neshama. And if you... Uh, you know, it's a Sefer Torah. A halacha is that a Sefer Torah that's written by Napi Kirtis. You have to burn it. Halacha. Imagine taking a Sefer Torah. <laughs> Actually taking a Sefer Torah. And halacha is, with the Eitzchayims and with a Nentala uh, and with the Shey, Yutke Vavke, everything, and halacha is, you have to take it and throw it into a fire. Why is that? Because the Neshama of this Torah is klippa. It's not Kiddushah. So, what? Right, okay. That's a halacha. That's halacha. Sevatari Shakas, we mean. No, but I mean it, it's
1: first <clears throat> time. In that case, yeah, if it's it's the person's an Atikut.
0: Well, the point I'm trying to bring out is that it's possible to take something which is intrinsically and essentially holy. Something like Torah which even right. the Torah is, is not mekabal tumah. Right. But, if it, but if you put in the wrong neshama, then you're putting it in a bad place. Right. So that's one thing. And then there's the, uh, obviously, and the other end of the spectrum is that if a person does the, the learns Torah and does mitzvah. So then what you've done is, is that not only the act is holy, because every time the, the act of the mitzvah is holy. Not only the act is holy, but even the neshama is also holy, and therefore, then it connects immediately to the higher worlds. Why? Because the act, the shaykh, to this world. Because this world is a world of action. But you've, you've brought it higher. You've brought it to the world of intellect, the world of emotion. Holy intellect, holy emotion, the godly part of it. You've elevated the mitzvah. And then there's the other possibilities that it was... not uh, The But the bottom line is we see how much the neshama impacts... The, Yernish, the neshama of the mitzvah, which means the kavana impacts the mitzvah. Says Dr. Rabbi Yom. I, I, I knew I,
1: I know nothing, but I, I once heard that from Teshlev Kavanah you create Malachim. I thought it was a Zohar. It seems to tell you that Kaim Batal says this, right? It's not a Zohar. The idea that that Malachim are created from from Teshlev Kavanah. You seem to say it's from Kaim Batal. I remember Absalom Kaptah as a Zohar.
0: I wish I could tell you that I was a Bucky in Zaire and that I can tell you exactly whether or not it's in the Zaire. It's possible it is in the Zaire. I do not know. The Chaim is being more specific about Torah, which is Loi Kavana and the Wur, r- It's possible that the general concept is mentioned in Zaire do, I don't know. I don't know. <clears throat> so we keep on talking over here about taking a mitzvah and elevating it, elevating it to the world of Briah, and elevating it to the world of Yitzira, elevating it to this world, to that world, taking Torah and elevating it, Al Torah is going to say, we're elevating Torah. We're elevating mitzvahs. Torah, we're going have... to Torah created everything. All these higher worlds that we're talking about, we're going to elevate the Torah to that world. Torah is so much higher than those worlds. al shana kadma Torah ilam. The <language> Torah's tooth preceded the world by 2,000 years, whatever that means. Conceptually, the Torah... All of creation comes from Torah. Is stackled by a rice of bara alma. The Abishah looks in the Torah and he creates the world. And we know the Zohar tells us a rice of the Kuchabrikhu Kulachad. The Torah and Hashem are one, Mamish one. Who were in Sayyachad, who Chachmasiyachad? The Gemara says in the Sakhdasham is that the word Anoichi in and Serish Hadibris is a Nechrikun, Zerashatevus, Savana, Nashik, Savis Yahavis. Hashem says, I took myself, I wrote myself into the Torah, and I gave myself away to you si We learn Torah te- te- is Hashem. It's one thing, as the Rambam says, amado, famous, the Rambam says, "Hashem is one with His Chachma." Torah is Hashem's Chachma. And you're telling me that when I learn Torah, te- I'm elevating it to the world of Brir. What kind of joke is that? The Torah te- needs me to elevate it. So until now, the last Yiparakim we're saying over here again. We're talking about you learn Torah te- with this kavana, with that kavana. So the Tator, you're putting the Torah in the clipboard, the stays here, the Torah goes, this world, that world. It, it, it sounds like a joke. Let's do it inside. Even though we know that Hashem and the Torah are absolutely one, Hashem and his and are one. That's the extent of the question. Now the is going to start answering. And the answer is going to be like this. As we discussed in um, at length in chapter 38, in Perik Chas, we know again that there are higher worlds and lower worlds, and there are two things that differentiate the higher worlds from the lower worlds. One of them is Hester, and one of them is Simsim. Which means that in the higher worlds, there is more divine energy, and the lower worlds, there is less, which that means simtsum. Simtsum means contraction. And another thing is called a hester. Hester means in the higher worlds, whatever oil there is, is refilled. And in this world, even the little energy, divine energy that there is, is completely concealed. Two different things. And they're not, they're not really related one to another. Because it's possible to have a lot of energy hidden. It's possible to have a little energy which is revealed. But in the way, in, in, in the hishtalshalos, in the chaining down of the worlds, as the world's chain down, they're chaining down in both areas. Number one is Hester. As it goes down, Hashem's light becomes more and more hidden. And number two, it becomes less. The air becomes less. So for, let's let's use an example of um, radio waves. So, there are radio waves here in this room, but they're behelum, right? They're—it's called Hester. We can't see them. How strong is the signal here in this room? Let's say let's take a WINS, a radio station, a new station in New York. How strong is the signal here in this room? Anyone knows? Very
1: weak. How do you know? You would have
0: no idea. The only way to know, measure, you need to measure. The, uh, right, why, why, why don't we know, because it's, it's, there's complete Hester. Even if it, whether it's a very strong signal or a very weak signal, either way it's completely hidden. That's the point I'm trying to bring up, right? That there's two issues. There's one hiddenness, and one is, is it a strong or a weak signal? The same thing is in all the worlds. The higher worlds have a very strong signal of Hashem, it's and it's revealed. And over here, we have a very weak signal, and it's hidden, but it's not necessarily connected to one to another, because it's possible there's a very strong signal here of, of radio waves. I still can't see it. So then, but let's, for example, let's use that example. Uh, 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 let's continue with that example of, 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 of the radio. So let's say I have here two radios. One is a stronger radio, one is a weaker radio. One is a better quality radio, better antennas, and one is a weaker one. And that's really what that, that's really a good example because we have the higher worlds we say have more light, and the lower worlds have low light. Why? Because the higher worlds have better antenna. It's not that there is more light, really. When we say Gilu, when we say revelation, it doesn't mean that Hashem is more present there, because Hashem is equally present everywhere. But their antenna, they were created with better antennas. Just like, just like um, my mind can grasp things that a rock cannot grasp. That's So the wor- my mind is, is an example for the world of Bria, intellectual mind. The world of Asiya is an example of a rock because Asiya's action is physical. So just like our, uh, my mind can grasp things that a rock can't, the same thing is also the world of Bria. It has its receptors for the heavenly is much greater than is, like, uh, or, or, or like the example we gave before of the... The, the, the father and the children. It's a matter of the receptors. So, again, in our world, what we have is the very lowest level, and everything is hidden, and it's a very low level of light. So, you go to a higher world, the world of Bria. So, they're number one, they're, the Hashem's light is incredible, much more than over here, and it's perceived over here, the light is less. And the reason why this world is the lowest world, as discussed in, on top when we say, this world is the lowest world. What makes this world the lowest world? How did, maybe there's a world lower than us. How do we know there's no world lower than us? When I say lower, we don't mean physically lower. It doesn't, we don't mean to start digging. But uh, because this world is a world of absolute cheshach. There is no gili. Everything is 100% hidden. So if it's a, everything is 100% hidden, you can't get lower than that. You can't, get, you can't get worse than absolute darkness. There is no revelation. You look around the world. Where do we see Hashem? Nowhere. I mean, I mean you can't see Hashem, but you
1: see His... The everywhere.
0: Nothing advertises Hashem. Everything advertises I am in this world. That's the world of Klippas. You could use your mind to figure things out, but at the end of the day,
1: you have, when you connect yourself with teira, you see the world in a different light. So that's
0: because teira makes a revelation, but that, but not not intrinsically. And Shaiyukev Vamunah the al says there are two things, there are two areas of two little uh, cracks in the in, in in the darkness. One of them is oisus sumayif sum shebet when you saw a miracle, the miracles, the kriyas yamsuf, that means that the Hester was ripped away, ripped away the... And the tzaddik, tzaddik he says. Looking at a tzaddik, there is no Hester when you're looking at a tzaddik. Very interesting. But when you look, everything you look around the world, what do you see? You see, I am, I am, I am, I am, I am. I am seltzer, I am a cup, I am a hat. I, everything's I am. Nothing advertises Hashem. Okay. So it's absolute Hester. So on the one hand, there's absolute Hester in this world, but also the amount of energy in this world, because it's a physical world, it's like a two-year-old. We're like, we, the, amount, the amount that we can have is very little, and even that is all hidden. Says Alter Rebbe, as we've learned many times in the past, there's one exception to this rule. There is, and that is Torah. In Torah there is no Hester. In Torah there is no Hester at all. This, the Torah does not in any way hide Hashem. Hashem shines through. It does. This doesn't say I am. This, the words of Torah says, this is what Hashem says. There is no Hester. There is no Hester. So when I am saying words of Torah, we're not talking about the Torah now. We're talking about my words, my voice, my act of Torah. There is no Hester. When I am uttering words of Torah, those words do not conceal Hashem. But, because my voice is physical, so even though there is no hester, but there's a lot of tsimtsum. Remember we said there's two things. There's the amount of energy, and there's the hiddenness of it. In Torah there is no hester, nothing's hidden. But because it's physical, it's like a cheap radio. The more spiritual something is, the more it can receive energy, because spiritual and spiritual go together. My physical my physical words, how much how much how much of energy can there be in there? Not much, it's physical. There is no hester. Again, there's no hester. Whatever it is is revealed. But how much energy is revealed in the physical voice, not that much can be revealed. So the issue isn't, I'm not elevating the Torah. The Torah is Hashem's Torah. We're talking about elevating my act of limud da Torah. My act of limud da Torah, if it's only my words, my words are physical. It remains in this world. It, it can only process as much revelation of the divine as much as possible in a physical world. What if I want that my act, not the Torah, my act of, of learning Torah should have a greater amount of revelation within it? A, another, a greater amount of, of 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 energy a greater amount of air, for that I need to infuse it with a spiritual holy content which is my kavana. My in my kavana my kavana is like a is is like a, what's those radios that uh, get everything from all over the place. The <laughs> Not shortwave. F- yeah, shortwave. Today, who knows what a shortwave is? Today? <laughs> 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 today it's WWW, right? <laughs> Ma-kavana is, it, it, ha- c- is, is, because it's spiritual, spiritual can contain so much more of the energy of Hashem. It's not an issue of Hester. It's an issue of Tzimtzum, And that's why it's so important that kavana. when you're learning to doing a mitzvah, it's because it's not about Hashem's Torah. Hashem's Torah is holy. Is my act of studying Torah holy? Yes, yes, absolutely. Holy means there is no hester. But at the same time, how much oil? How much of the air, how much energy is there? How much light isn't there? That depends on my kavana. Are saying
1: that this all refers to the Torah de legu. Yes, that's what we're working on. Not Hashem's Torah.
0: My act of Torah. Okay, I don't know if that's Mamish the that connects what you're saying. I know you're talking about the Torah delay. We're talking about my act of not Torah as it is in abstract. My act of limud ha HaTorah is that act have Giliolukus in it. That's what we're talking about right now. To be continued, Bazar Hashem next week.